welcome to the Trinity Reformed Church Podcast. Exhortation by Larson Hicks on February 26th. First Corinthians 12 verses 15 through 20 is where our exhortation comes from this morning. It says, suppose the foot says, I am not a hand, so I don't belong to the body. By saying this, it cannot stop being part of the body. And suppose your ear says, I am not an eye, so I don't belong to the body. By saying this, it cannot stop being part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, how could it hear? If the whole body were an ear, how could it smell? God has placed each part in the body just as he wanted it to be. If all the parts were the same, how could there be a body? As it is, there are many parts, but there is only one body. Modern marketing is all about segmentation. Essentially, it's a divide and conquer kind of approach. You divide the general population into segments that share demographic and psychographic characteristics in order to design targeted advertising and messaging that appeals directly to your target. With internet advertising, this has become a a, a science. And it works. It works very well. Unfortunately, this is how many churches approach planting and growing, identifying a target market and then aiming to attract that target. It's one of the reasons why when you walk into many churches today, it can feel very homogenous. It seems like everybody must buy their clothes at the same store. Everyone seems to drive the same kind of car. People have the same kinds of jobs and the same number of kids. Because the, church, the church's marketing worked, that's why that, that happens in a lot of cases. They attracted the demographic that they were targeting. And the leadership here at TRC rejects this kind of thinking altogether. We can, you can rest assured that the growth that we've experienced over these last couple of years have not been the result of some slick uh, marketing campaigns or marketing or advertising. We want the congregation that the Lord brings together. We don't have a target demographic or a diversity quota. We'll take whomever the Lord brings to us. And so far, the people he's brought to TRC are a pretty eclectic bunch. If you look around at the folks in this room and, and, and you think that this is a homogenous group, I would encourage you to actually get to know the people here. Um, we have people from all manner of different walks of life and diverse, with diverse interests and backgrounds. We have outgoing and extroverted people. We have introverted, uh, quiet, reflective people. Uh, we have wealthy people. We have poor people. We have folks who grew up in the church, and we have folks who didn't grow up in the church. And those who did come from all kinds of different churches. We've got Baptists and Presbyterians and Church of Christ and non-denominational, just to name a few. Um, Pentecost uh, was a reversal of Babel. So at Babel, there were, they were, you had one people that all spoke one language, and God's judgment on them was to confuse their language and cause them to disperse. At Pentecost, uh, the opposite happened. It was a reversal of Babel. 
Thousands were gathered and they were speaking different languages and they were from different backgrounds and cultures. And God blessed them by pouring out his spirit and giving them the ability to understand one another. The unity that the spirit creates is not to merely make a homogenous people who all look and act and sound identical with every member walking in lockstep. The church is a gloriously diverse group of people who all love and serve one another despite their differences and have, have unity that is miraculous. Jesus says this is how the world will know that he is who he says he is and that we are his people. In John 17, Jesus says, The glory that you have given me, I have given to them, that they may be one even as you are one, even as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may become perfectly one so that the world may know that you have sent me and loved them even as you have loved me. So the church is gloriously eclectic. There's not a one-size-fits-all man stereotype or one-size-fits-all woman stereotype in a Trinitarian church because our God does not command or require uh, conformity to a specific standard or particular standard. You can see this in the fact that God didn't give us a book, uh, didn't, didn't give us an instruction book of here's how to be how all men should be and here's how all women should be. Instead, he gave us a Bible that's full of stories, stories of very different kinds of people doing very different things. We see all kinds of sinfulness and all kinds of righteousness. And our heroes of the faith include Joseph, John the Baptist, Rahab, Samson, David, Noah, Simon Peter, J.L., Daniel. The list goes on and on. It's not a bunch of cookie-cutter robots. Our God loves to tell interesting stories with characters who possess a wide variety of strengths and of flaws and of hidden strengths. In John 15, Jesus says, You did not choose me, but I chose you. And appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide. These things I command you that you will love one another. So the eternal Logos, the word by whom all that exists came into being, he chose you to be one of his disciples. And he is glorified when you, each of you, with your differences and idiosyncrasies, when you bear fruit and when you love one another. As you look around this church, the last thing we want is for you to try to discern what cultural norm it is that you need to conform to. What are, what are the virtue signals that you need to adopt so that people know that you are righteous and part of the tribe? The only signs for membership in this tribe are baptism, participation in the family meal of Jesus Christ, and obedience to God's word. That's it. It doesn't matter if you drive the same kind of car as others in the church or have the same kind of job or wear the same kind of clothes. You don't need to speak a particular dialect of Christianese or be fluent in some theological jargon to fit in here. We're act actually interested in you bringing the gifts that God has given you to this church. Those gifts are your training and your upbringing, your talents and interest interests, the things that you love, the biblical teaching that you've received over the years, we want you to bring those things to this church. We're thankful that God has provided us with teachers and scholars, with people who love to sing, with people who love to make things, 
with people who are interested in art and cooking and dancing and jujitsu and business and astronomy and all manner of different things. As Paul says, God has placed each part in the body just as he wanted it to be. If all the parts were the same, how could there be a body? Thanks for listening. If you want to find out more, check out our website at trinityreformedkirk.com. That's trinityreformedkirk.com. Oh, we are the